All right, episode 20. Yes, sir. We did it. We made it to 20. Oh, wow. We're about, to, we, we're about to have our first drink soon. Yo. Um, um, true. <laughs> our true. legal drink. Just yeah. give us one more year. When we, hit, when we hit episode 21, it's over for y'all. Oh, over. Oof. We're about to act up. Acting up. <laughs> it is City Girl song. Well, your, you know, you know what it is. <laughs> it's your boy. It's Alex uh, coming through with the gin and tonic this evening. Ooh. Ooh, Happy to be it. here. <laughs> and it's me, your gracious co-host, Koku Asma. And I'm sipping on that Bramble Jamble. Ooh, that Bramble Jamble. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't know you had an accent. <laughs> but yes, um, sipping on that, you know, something light. For okay. the for the for the midweek, okay. that's about it. Well, I heard we got some we got some special guests on oh, the word? pod today. Oh. That's just what I heard. Okay, okay, okay. That's just what I heard. <laughs> and uh, you know, we got uh, two of my homies coming through. Oh, yes, this week we got the homie Garrick. What up? <laughs> and we got we got my sis Amber Ooh. on the pod today. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, like what what y'all what y'all sipping on? Honestly, uh, just straight gin. It's been one of those a, weeks. A, <laughs> been one of those years. <laughs> <laughs> Too real. Wow. Yeah. Same. Very same. Uh, I'm on swinging. I guess the only thing for me is I have a, a rock in mine. I got some ice, but okay. Uh, wow. Also gin. Also gin. Wow. Is, is gin that great? I'm not an experienced drinker. I've just started. Is, oh, gin, is gin a good good point, blueprint to start on? What I'm do you just, drink normally? Yeah. I, 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 I just started drinking like a year ago, probably a year and a half ago. I'm, I'm 25. Just started a year and a half ago. I was like, this is the step I'm going to take. This is how okay. I'm going to come into adulthood. So I started drinking wine. I like a nice dry red wine. Okay. Then... Oh, I started drinking, you. drinking you really, beer. You really just, just started like up there, huh? Yeah, yeah I mean, you went straight to like 40 year old <laughs> white woman. <laughs> I took the lead because the thing I already like fermenting stuff, like I, I make kombucha and stuff, so like I'm I really like that kind oh, of okay. like, boom, that like straight boom, pungent, pungent taste. So I yes. wanted that in like in an alcoholic form, so I went there. But the thing in my mind, I feel like I, <laughs> I want to be a whiskey neat type guy. Because I, okay. <laughs> I saw I it on a TV, I saw yes. it on a TV show. And I wanted to be that so bad. Yes. But I've yet, to, I've yet to try it. I've yet to try it. I mean, so, whiskey is... Oh, Amber, please go ahead. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I think the way your alcoholic palate develops over time depends on how rough your life gets so (laughs) (laughs) hardship informed so i i am definitely i'm definitely at the point where i'm like i don't need sugar i don't Mm -hmm. need mixers Mm -hmm. give me give me a good smooth gin (laughs) over ice and if i'm if i'm if i need to be hydrated you can add some seltzer in there maybe okay um but I, I think 
so I think um, gin is gin is pretty solid. There are a lot of good drinks you can kind of start with with gin. It's one of my favorite liquors. Mm. I don't like yeah. brown liquors, um, which the Caribbean, all my Caribbean like aunties and uncles are gonna like beat me after this. But whatever. No. I don't like. I said what I said. I don't like brown. <laughs> no, no honey, no rum. Yeah. No. Nah, nah. Yeah. When it to piggyback off that, I think when it comes to like whiskeys and bourbons, I uh, the way I was kind of taught. Uh, my really good friend, who's like a big cocktail guy, started me off with the more like fruity drinks and mm-hmm. like cocktails mix mixed with that, and then started bringing me down. Mm. So I started with like whiskey sours and really fruity drinks, and then it slowly became just straight bourbon or whiskey okay and then kind of all the levels there because then you have your smoky ones and then you have your very flat ones um and then you get into the whole like there's a big debate between like what you should be drinking on like a really hard day kind of like what amber is talking about Mm -hmm. versus a celebratory day like i had Mm -hmm. one that was specific yep like specifically for like right before my wedding but then there was ones like that i've been drinking recently that are for like the really hard times right? okay so that i mean if we, we, we could talk offline whiskey is okay a, okay yeah yeah, a yeah big love big yes, love yes yeah. really really quick i have a question yes. so Derek, have you just like not been constantly living in hard times like the rest of us or like yeah 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 yeah, I think I think for me, I've just I've just grown up being this like just overly positive person that just it it causes me to avoid, and so I'm just the, I'm supposed to be the optimistic person, and so then I was like, yeah, everything's fine, and then like 2020 was the first like the year that like I just was like, no, everything is not fine, <laughs> right? And it's and it's okay to be in that space and that yeah. mentality, and. And so, yeah, I think that's where I was at. That's real. That's real. Damn. Yeah, I feel like alcohol, like getting into it, is uh, it's kind of like getting into coffee in a way. Like when you yes. first start out, you're at Starbucks getting like the caramel frappuccinos and all the whipped cream and toppings and stuff. And then now wait, I'm at wait. like just Amber shaking her head. She's not feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what's good? What's good, Miley? <laughs> I am very vehemently anti-coffee. Mm, um, wow. I, okay. I hate it. I do not enjoy it. So okay. I will, I, will, I will bow out of this portion of the conversation. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to just say, though, like now, like I used to be like sugar, like all that stuff. Just like that's mm-hmm. all I would drink. But now I'm good. Just black coffee. Give it to me. I, it's perfect. I, I'm... Yeah, speaking of literal black coffee, I had I was fifteen minutes of fame. Was in line waiting for an iPhone, oh. getting interviewed by local news, and they were serving coffee as like kind of the thing. Like, oh yeah, you've been waiting all night. Here's a cup of coffee. And then the news reporter asked me, uh, "Do you want any sugar or you know creamer?" And I said, "No, I like my coffee black." black, black. And I looked right into the camera. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the news person couldn't keep a straight face; just kind of bowed out, laughing. Oh wow! And that's I, beautiful. And I knew, and I knew it was my moment. That was it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. When did this happen? Uh, this was two years ago. I was waiting in line for an iPhone, and I was there all night. And 
the local news interviewed me and they were just like, yeah, we're going to serve you coffee. And, uh, and then that's it. We're going to ask you a couple questions. I was like, great. And then at the end of it, kind of their send off was like, well, Garrick, do you want uh, sugar or cream? And I was like, no, I like my coffee black. Oh, perfect. And, and I didn't crack a smile or anything. I just said it with a straight face and I don't know what came over me, but it happened and it was beautiful. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It was the ancestors. It was the ancestors. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what else I would liken to like you gain a palette to it as you get older? Music. So Ooh, for that transition. transition. <laughs> <laughs> what have you guys been listening to this week? What is, what oh, have you been bumping? What's, what's been in? What's been playing? I wanna know. Wow. That was <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. As soon as he brought up coffee, I was like, "All right, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to, yeah, about to act about to, up, about to freak him with this one." Oh my god! Good goodness. job, good job, good job. Ooh, I'm happy. I'm happy I didn't mess up. Oh man. Uh, well, I can I can start if we want. Um, I mean, I feel like I've been listening to what everybody's been listening to, and that's fuck Donald Trump on repeat. At all times, <laughs> always. Shout out to YG. Shout out. Baby. Rest in peace, Nipsey. That's it. That's it for me. I'll pass it on from here. Damn. <laughs> That's it for Alex. Oh wow. That's oh, wow. No. Oh, he, he just left the room. He's gone. He's, he really left. <laughs> 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 All right, so I guess y'all catch him uh, on the next one. <laughs> yeah, <he's> <laughs> <laughs> I ain't coming back neither. What's <laughs> that? West Side Alex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about what about y'all two? What have what's what have you been spinning? I'll go. I uh, it's been a really interesting couple weeks. I've been doing a lot of classical music. Ooh, okay, distinguished. Um, and I, I, that sounds so pretentious, but when I'm overwhelmed, I have a very like limited threshold of like input I can take in. And it's just Mm. something about like, you add the word, add words to songs. I'm like too much, too much. Can't do it. Totally. So I, uh, been doing a lot of Tchaikovsky. I'm going to say that wrong. I'm sorry. Um, some, uh, Hans Zimmer. Okay. You know, some modern composers. Okay. So. Damn. And then uh, some uh, positions by Ariana Grande. Oh, occasionally. Of course, of course. Shout out to our president. Yeah. Um, for me, I did something kind of just very bewildering. I I, I decided to hit shuffle on my uh, entire library and make a playlist out of the songs that kind of hit me within the first 30 seconds. Uh, and some of the ones that came up were some Childish Gambino. Mm. I got some, I got, I got some Kalani. Mm. Uh, child. And a little bit of old school Drake with like the ride. Uh. Um, just a lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just a lot of these things that were just like hitting me. And I was like, man, th- this is, this is the feels. And then, Lo and behold, I get a text message from Alex. What was that? A couple days ago? Oh, yeah. Freaking yeah. Peter Cottontail and Catch. Just, I, I, I'm a noob. I've never heard of this person. And just this whole album just kind of has been on repeat 
So there's been a lot of that. We've talked about that album a lot yeah. on this podcast. Peter, he's become a staple of this podcast. Yes. Like I think every other episode. Shout out, yeah. shout out Peter Cottontail. Yeah. So, so actually, I did give that album a listen. I was surprised I like did it, but I was like, oh, this is like gospel. Gospel, I gospel. Was, I was surprised at how I was able to listen to it, enjoy the beauty that is what black people have been able to do with gospel music and somehow not be like as triggered as I thought it would be. Totally. That, that was shocking to me. There were some times I was like, okay, okay. Hit that third, hit that fifth. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> totally. What about you, Koku? Um, I think this week I was feeling very nostalgic for some reason. So I was like listening to like a lot of songs. Like I remember my dad would play on this like six track CD player downstairs in the basement. So I was listening to some Stevie Wonder Ooh. songs in the key of life. Yes. Then I was listening to um, Exodus, Bob Marley, because my dad's a huge Bob Marley fan. Like Exodus. Spirit like, <laughs> He got like locks and everything when he was a kid. He was like a total rebel, came yes. to America. Like yes. just from just from listening to this album. Um, then it started made me thinking, like, because I was like looking at the description of it and how it came out, like, nineteen seventy seven. I try to put myself in that mind space of like my dad being that young, like listening to it for the first time, like how, like, that sound was something that wasn't like broadly put on for the rest of the world because my my dad's from Ghana, so like he's not getting like a lot of that music. So for him to hear that, I'm like, wow, this is life changing. This answering, I'm gonna like try to change myself to be like this guy i thought i was super interesting and uh, i was wondering if there's any like other genre defining artists or like just kind of world changing artists right now as i was listening to it mm. so um yeah we can talk about that that's mostly what i've been listening to throughout this week and um, yeah just having good vibes that's what's up that's like i mean that's a great question i feel like of like mm-hmm. who are the artists that you know, 20, 30 years later that we'll be looking mm-hmm. back at and be like, yeah. yo, this was, you know, not to like compare because there's no mm-hmm. like straight comparison of like Bob Marley or like Stevie Wonder or something like that. But of course, like, who are the artists that were like, yo, they defined this, you know, certain era or time. Mm-hmm. I feel like the ones that come to mind for me Obviously, like Beyonce would be one mm-hmm. of like you can't not <laughs> yeah. you can't not mention Beyonce in the conversation of like modern music that sort of transcends humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I feel like also uh, just in terms of like kind of the impact of their voice, probably like a, a Kendrick Lamar or someone mm-hmm. like that who has sort of like mm-hmm. you know uh, set the tone for kind of what we look at is kind of like the peak of hip hop in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think Koku to your, to kind of your comparison. And I, I think about like when my dad came to the United States, his like, what were his artists that he kind of used in partnership to learn English. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's strange because um, he he really appreciated like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. That was his like, 
everyone was like, just listen to Michael Jackson. That'll be, that'll be the one that you should listen to. That'll like get you talking with everybody. Um, but he kind of, his, the ones that kind of, I, my musical relationship was very interesting because I started listening to Michael Jackson, but then also ABBA. And mm. then there was um, Phil Collins. Those were kind of my three in like, before I was 10 years old, those were the ones that were like, that was my circle of music. And then, so like, I didn't get into the, I would say the rap game or like hip hop until I was like, until I listened to Kanye West. That was mm. the, the first thing I really got into with graduation. And it took me six, seven years to go back to his older stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think music has a way of like connecting people, especially people who are like coming from a place where like, like a third world, like I'm just thinking of like Africa in general, mm-hmm. like m- music was always a thing that connected um my dad and me and then also like people around him when he was trying to kind of find his place here in the states mm-hmm. yeah and that, it makes me think like i feel like there's there's definitely a couple artists like alex mentioned beyonce and kendrick who have that same effect that it's not always it's always transcending of time because you hear a lot of these artists back then and a lot of stuff they talk to you can still relate to now whether that be political or emotional or just any type of broad subject you want to talk about. It's interesting trying to see, like, I guess not even like looking to the lyrics or just feel the sound or just listening to the music in general to see what artists do that as well. So I would definitely agree with Kendrick, Beyonce, like you were saying, ABBA, Phil Collins, they have that same type of range of like a transcending feeling when you're listening to them. <laughs> is that how it feels <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you better just keep that in there <laughs> is anyone pondering like <laughs> I was, I'm so sorry I was, I was thinking of like I was thinking kind of like my my musical maturity mm-hmm. um and man, this like I think I got quiet because I was like, "This is too deep for this conversation." Oh no, let it let it out. Please let it out. At least give a sample. But I or I grew up as I grew up kind of hating my blackness. Um, mm-hmm. So I was first generation American on my dad's side, and then you know on my mom's side we're African American. So you know we could if we if we tried we could probably at least go back to the first generation of us who was who was freed from slavery. Um, so I, 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 I also grew up very lucky and privileged to go to a predominantly white private school for most of my elementary middle school up, upbringing. And so I was surrounded by white people who like, didn't get that kind of, I don't want to say mixed or, or torn identity. Cause I, I feel like on the spectrum of torn identity, that's very minimal, but still just kind of like that code switch you do when you're with your island family versus when you're with your African-American family versus when you're with your white co-workers. And, and, and so I, I think a part of me, like in an effort to distance myself from my blackness, I like didn't touch rap music. Like I think mm. the only black artists I listened to until probably my twenties, 
um, were Patti LaBelle, like 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 the 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 greats, the old mm-hmm. greats, because it was like it felt like there was no negative connotation. Like if I, well, if I listen to them, then I'm not the ghetto person that my friend's parents think I am. And so I was just thinking about like the first time I really listened to rap and fully, and kind of like the sadness I felt of like, I've been missing this part of like who we are for a while, but also just the awe of like, this is art. Like, I, and I remember, like, the first time I really just, like, sat and listened, and I was like, yo, dang, I missed all of that. Like, all, so, like, I, and I almost had to, like, kind of go back and be like, all right, so from 1992 on, what did I miss? <laughs> so that, that's why it was quiet. That's just, real. I just got really introspective, and I was like, oh, you know, I can't I'm, really contribute to this conversation. Honestly, Amber, I'm the same way. I didn't, mm. I didn't, even though Kanye's graduation was kind of my first, I didn't touch rap until... I would say it was when I had a conversation with my friend who introduced me to Chance and it was way late in the game. It was coloring book. I didn't listen to ass rap or, um, uh, uh, 10 day before. So like he introduced me to coloring book and like, that was like this mixture of like my identity in church with rap and hip hop. And it wove it perfectly in a way for me that I just like, I like coloring book. I, I will die on that hill is like my favorite album of all time because it, it changed how I looked at hip hop and rap. And it gave me that ability to feel comfortable to go back. Just like you, Amber, I went back. Like I, Alex, I asked you, I think it was two, three weeks ago. Like, can you give me a Tyler, the creator, like discography, like give me a playlist where I can get to know him. Um, because I need, I, I, I needed that. It was just yeah. like, I, I, and I, and you know, two years ago I did the same thing with Drake and now I have a whole new appreciation for him because I went back. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it, I was one of those people who just, I only listened to the hits. I didn't listen to mm-hmm. the entire discography. And so my relationship with hip hop and rap is just con- constantly changing and growing. So I feel you, Amber. Follow-up question on the Drake thing. Um, yeah. How do we feel about his fake patois, which I only found out was yeah. fake. <laughs> 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 oh, let's let's no, talk about Drake. You know I'm always here. A Caribbean <laughs> king. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Drake is an interesting character oh with many goodness. different faces. Trust me, daddy. Trust me, daddy. <laughs> Trust me, daddy. For us, For me, us daddy. daddy. I'm going to bed. Y'all have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I'll never, like, I'll never <laughs> forget just, like, hearing that Drake fake patois for the first time. Mm-hmm. Just being like, oh, why do this? I love this? Oh, <laughs> like, <whoa>. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> That's such a very different reaction than I had. Cause I was like, I was like, this sounds off. But also I know like when I've been away from the family a bit, my patois is a little rough. So I was like, maybe it's been a while since he's been his grandma. <laughs> like I was like, he just he sounds perpetually like someone who just hasn't gone home. Mm-hmm. And then hasn't. I was like, it's just been <laughs> 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 been home. He never see home. Oh my god. That's... I remember a friend told me, like, oh, he's not Caribbean. It's fake. I I fell to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, so he's not... I, I always thought, like, he had some. He's not a, not at all. I don't think at all. Oh, wow. He's, he's it just, was always just, like, a... 
like assumed. Uh, his always thing was like there's a lot of like Jamaicans in Toronto and like that's yeah. kind of the way that folks talk to one another there but like <laughs> I don't remember him ever talking that way yeah like up until I don't know like Maybe views? it was views. views, yeah. It was views. Yeah. It was views. Because he came through with the one dance and controller, but like and I think, I think the only time it ever kind of like snuck its way is when he had like a, <clears throat> I'm sorry, a feature of Rihanna. That's like the only mm-hmm. time it ever like. Yeah. Like, you might hear like the sounds and the in the one production. Dance? Was that one dance? That was that was views as well though. He did the uh, take care. That's a, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. yeah um. That's and that's and that's not even him like putting on an accent. I'm like that's just like the right drum drums in the background. Right. But then even on, when on, on he, take care, on take care, that is. But then when he like now when he'll talk in like interviews and stuff, like yeah. you'll start to hear like little no. little hints, little sprinkles. Just, my 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 question is as someone who is actually Caribbean, you know, whose whose parents would ship them off for two months every summer and then bring her back. <laughs> I would get torn apart from my patois not being perfect. How are we as a community letting him get away with this? That's a, that's a see, I want justice. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is, so like my uh, my dad's my dad's parents from Jamaica, and so like f- as far as like our family went, like there was never. I would always laugh at my dad because like whenever he was talking to Jamaican people, like his patois would start to like come out and I would be like, yo, what are you doing? You don't talk this way. Uh, <laughs> and so like, but they're like, never wasn't, there like never was really any pressure to sort of like talk that way. Like you may pick up a few things here and there with like hanging out with grandma and grandpa. But like, mm-hmm. so when I hear Drake, it's more so for me, I'm just like, it's like a fond memory. It's like, oh, <laughs> I miss my grandparents <laughs> rather than like, Oh my god. What is he doing? <laughs> I think it's just I think it's just because I get I remember I remember not speaking at family functions in Antigua because I was like I just I just I don't want to speak like a Yankee, but I can't I'm 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 scared. So I would just be like, How are you Yankee doing? Boy. That's a, like, no words. You learn sign language just so you wouldn't have to speak. Like, yeah, not speaking like an American, but also not gonna like try and go to the yeah. thing. <laughs> oh I feel that deeply. My, yeah, my my parents are like, well, so I'm the first. I would say I grew up here. I wasn't born here, but I grew up here, and so I don't have the thick accent that my family has. And mm-hmm. so whenever family functions happen, whenever I start talking in my native language, all of my my. I call my aunties and uncles, but yeah, like they just, they just, they just look at me and they're like, Oh, did you just start learning the language? And I'm like, no, I've been here 28 years. That's why <laughs> like you didn't grow up here. I did. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, I totally get, I totally get the whole kind of fear of talking Amber at Thanksgiving. I'm just, I'm just like hand signs and like whatever you need. I'm here. Yes, absolutely. Thumbs up. A lot, good, of, a lot of like, a lot of like body, bodily gestures, like a very emphatic wave. Yep. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So, so what, you, what you guys are saying is bring shame onto Drake. Like let him feel that 
Yes. Lick of the blood. Yes. But you know yes. what's also really difficult is the white people love it. Mm. Because they're like, oh my gosh, is this island culture? And I'm like, first off, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a that that is the problem. He's like I had a friend go too accessible. Oh, is this is this what it? Yeah, it's too accessible. I had a friend, a white friend, once say like, "Oh, is this what it was like? Like you know, it's just what it's like when you're with your Antiguan family." And I was like, first off, no, because I can't even understand them sometimes. So hard though. I feel that. Yeah, he's too accessible. He has made patois too accessible where it's supposed it, the, the thing about patois it's exclusionary you're not supposed to know right. what's happening so how right. dare these white people think that they can just understand this when i struggle in a real environment Amen. no this Amen. is elitist we need bring make patois elitist again i love it patois nationalist <laughs> oh, wow. oh here it is <laughs> this is hilarious i'm always here for drake slander no matter what no matter where it's coming from, I'm here for it. Oh, are you just like anti Drake all around? It, I, no, no, not really. I was, I was thinking the other day because I was um, listening to So Far Gone. And I was like, man, I really kind of liked when he was like rapping over like indie alternative music, some beats, because he was like rapping over Peter Bjorn and stuff like that. But then, like, I kind of like fade out when he was getting into that, that Patois era of Drake and the different accents of you. Area Drake, but um, I I don't completely hate him. I'm gonna listen to him regardless. But I just wish he's just a shadow of what he was before. That's and the I, thing with him, though. He's like too big. Mm-hmm. It's like even if you wanna like avoid him, you just can't. You can't. He's like, like Taylor Swift. Nowhere. Yo, true, mm. true. He's like Taylor Swift. And I like do a lot of Taylor Swift fans feel the same way? Cause I know she started off like super country, but now she's like more, some more pop. Like, do you think that's the same kind of, I feel I, like it depends on who you ask. Okay. I, I, I would say 100% watch the documentary on Netflix. Oh, mm. so good. Arcana. So good. Uh, I, I gained a whole new appreciation for Taylor and I feel like the late two thousands, we got such a perspective of like, how how the VMAs affected her or uh, uh, affected Kanye or like what it was like from Kanye's perspective, and Miss Americana gave us Taylor's perspective and how she moved forward from that and how she and I feel like you know this, this could be argued but I feel like Kanye did help like give her that like push to say, you know what, I am going to do some, you know, shady things. I am going to, you know, press some buttons. Cause she did things like, you know, I think it was reputation that she released. I think the day that Kanye's mom passed away, like just a very like petty thing that I didn't expect from someone like Taylor Swift. And I gained a lot, I mean, some respect for her. Like I was like, damn, okay. I see you now. You and like, I, 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 yeah, I have a whole new appreciation for Taylor Swift. So, y'all think Kanye's at home crying? Uh, I, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, yeah, <laughs> for <laughs> any reason. <laughs> I, in general, I, I think I'm, I'm just at this. Like, I can't justify my love for him anymore. That's what it is. I, I just can't. It's so hard. 
hard, man. It's so hard. And I like I keep telling myself, you know what? No, I, I haven't listened to anything newer than Jesus. That's really everything. Actually, my Dark Twisted Fantasy and back, that's it for me. That's all. And I I just don't know. I don't know how to feel about I'm just, it. I'm just, I'm just mad he was like, well, see y'all in 2024. <laughs> like, come on, man. You know what to <laughs> I thought you learned. You know he dropped a new song like a couple weeks ago? For real? Like that's how what? far that's how far that's how far removed I'm from Kanye. Like he dropped a song called Nana, I think like maybe last month, the end of last month. Mm-mm. Oh my god. No. It's not good, <laughs> first off. So oof, oof. There it is. I have to take a good deep inhale of my fall pumpkin candle to recenter myself before I enter this conversation about Kanye West. Go, um, go ahead. I first off, first off, I want to make sure that it's very clear that I understand that the that, that it is it is it is fair to assume that he probably has some very legitimate mental health issues, mm-hmm. which is not a joke, which is serious, and my heart goes out to him for that. So could he be crying related to those mental health issues? Probably, in which case I don't think that's funny. That's actually kind of heartbreaking. But also 100%. I think we can't ignore the fact that he has if he's not if he's not crying to his if he's not crying in relation to his mental health issues i'm cool with that part of me kind of hopes he is because how the f are you in this election going to be like kanye 2020 did y'all see that Uh, oh yeah yeah Yeah. just The as the numbers were rolling in for the election in different states, and I saw <laughs> that man had actual votes next to his name, uh, I was not surprised. Six thousand in some states. Definitely <laughs> upset. Yes, not like nationally. Six thousand in some states. Like these were margins come the end of yeah. the election, like as votes that's were getting like, counted. That's like a 0.5% margin. Mm-hmm. And right. again, I want to make sure that, I mean, at least for myself, I am not by any means emphatically super excited about Joe Biden, mm-hmm. but I, I, I at the very least want normal racism back. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Some, some diet, some diet racism. <laughs> yes. You went, yes. We want racism lights. Sugar Zero fruit. sugar. <laughs> <laughs> this current racism exceeds my caloric intake mm. for the day. Uh-huh. Definitely. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, man, y'all, we, for, we forgot <laughs> what it was like to experience racism under like an Obama regime. <laughs> like, now you're talking. Or something. Now you're talking. I want to think a little harder. Oh my God. I'm like, yo, what? We just, we just keep doing this, huh? We just yeah. keep. <laughs> my favorite is just the, 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 I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be celebrating. I'm going to be out on the street yelling. But then it just became this like very solemn 
very this this like calmness of like you know what this is a step in the right direction but it's not over and every time i heard like oh yeah back to regular racism i was like oh yeah that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense <laughs> and then it was like everyone and i everyone else around me was like yeah Garrick, we won like it's gonna be great and i'm just like <laughs> But it's not. Who's yes. this me? <laughs> I'm just not just like there are just like so many people who like they just slide in there, just like, are you so happy? Are you so relieved? Are you like, are you at peace? And my, my reaction is like, and I, I told Amber and Alex that's like, I'm like the Hulk, and it's like that's my secret. I'm always angry. I'm I am always like. <laughs> at this place of like I could explode, but I it is just so much more there's so much more like discipline in the fact that I have to keep myself calm mm. to react to everything that people expect me to react, how mm. they expect me to react. Yeah. I'm like, no, no. It's just so much more than just this election. It's the public relations professional in me that's gotta ask this question. Were the were the majority of people who were asking if you were excited of the Caucasian variety? Oh, one hundred percent. There was not not a single person of color at all. All of them in the realm of the continental United States and all white, all Caucasian. I rest my case, Your Honor. I mean, but I'm resting yeah. it. I I do. Rem- I have. I do. I was at work and like when the results came, I think I got off my my break, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, man, we're all good. Yeah, we're do- yeah. This is this is exciting." I'm like, "Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> It's like we're good. Yay!" In the back of my mind, uh-huh. like, uh. "Yeah, yeah." Still can't chill, go out chill. past ten o'clock. Still got it. <laughs> right. Can't no hoodies. No, no hoodies. Still got it. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I uh when the when it was projected that Joe Biden had won the election, I uh I I did not like my reaction could like it just wasn't possible for it to be this immediate like mm. joyous thing yeah like i just stared at the tv because i was like i don't know what to make of this there, there are so many conflicting emotions right now and so like it took me probably you know it probably took me like a good 10 15 minutes just to be like all right this means trump's gone mm. cool i can celebrate that mm. i'm like I'm happy about that. I'm, you know, joyous about like these Trump voters who are about to be crying into their red hats. Like that's dope. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was just like, I had never had that kind of experience before. I think part of it is like being an adult and, you know, having like a better understanding of sort of how some of these things shake out. Uh, But like, in any of the past elections that I was at least familiar with, aware of, like had never had a sort of reaction like that before to just be like, it wasn't an immediate like burst of anger or an immediate burst of joy. It was just like, 
I just got to sit with this. Like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. So before the Obama elections, which I feel like for all of us were kind of the first experience toward when it comes to like this electoral process that we were old enough to really engage in and understand. I mean, before those two cycles, I imagine, and I say imagine very loosely because I haven't sat with my grandmother or my mother to really ask them, but I imagine like those two cycles were anomalies and the fact that that was our first experience with the presidential election and picking a new president, I, I think sometimes it's hard to reckon with like, well, what we're feeling now is kind of like, well, I'm not excited. I'm kind of just like, okay, relieved a little bit. Like it's mm-hmm. like we didn't make progress. We just stopped it from being as bad as it was. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like maybe this is kind of how it's been for the, the the majority, if not all elections, particularly for us black people. Um, the Obama one being particular particularly outstanding because this is one where it's like we could have a Negro in the White House. <laughs> we could have like, we could have a Negro first lady and first children. Like, and so I, I think that being kind of like your formative experience where you're finally old enough to understand A, what's happening and B, to make a decision. Even if it's probably the decision your parents are making, but still. I, I feel like sometimes we forget like, well, before that it was Bush and it was Bush and uh, someone. McCain? Bush Cheney. McCain? Cheney, Bush Dick Cheney. Cheney. I don't know. Two Did white he shoot guys. somebody? And <laughs> yes, he shot someone! <laughs> Shout out to my shooters. Shout out to my shooters. Bruh. So it was, it was two white guys, but then before that, it was two white guys, and before that, it was two white guys. Oh, I, whoa, so, I remember, because it was a hunt. Oh, sorry, the, the hunting accident thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, he yeah, thought, yeah, he I think said, they made a movie oh, about it. He said he thought he was a they deer. Did. They made a movie? This man said he thought he was yes, a... Yes, there's a movie. <laughs> yes. Can can someone find that one? Hold on, I'm going to Google. Is it I'll be right Vice or something? <laughs> it might be. I, it might be. Shit. I forgot they made that movie. <laughs> I'm gonna search a big titty shooting nigga. He thought he was a deer. <laughs> it's called Vice, Amber. It's called Vice. Yeah. I have to confirm this with my own sources. Oh, it is called Vice. Yeah. I think yeah. a whole movie out of one incident. Oh my god. That's one Hollywood. Whole. That's Hollywood. That's true, That's true. Hollywood. True. Um I I like really <laughs> something that hits me to my core is kind of my dad's perspective, my dad's perspective of like leadership and how it's taken advantage of. And he, when Donald Trump like got elected in 2016, my dad was like, wow, this, this feels like what Burundi was like when I left like this, his reaction was like, this is someone who could take away our constitutional freedoms and become a dictator. And that was his concern. That was always his concern. And he voiced those things, you know, leading up to this election. And I was like, no, like there's, well, back then I was like, no way he's going to win. First of all, that was my first reaction. And then when he did, my dad was like, well, my dad was just like, well, what did I tell you? Now we need to be concerned about his second term. Will he, if he wins, fine. But will he try to change the law to keep him in office? And if he doesn't win, will he leave peacefully? 
and we can see what's going on. And so his, his whole mentality was, well, we avoided, we, we dodged a dictatorial bullet essentially is what his perspective was. Like he was just like, well, okay. I feel like we're going to be okay now that it's like, there's no, no evidence of voter fraud that like he will leave office eventually. Like it was this, that was the only form of relief that I had. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like thinking about the, now I'm like, now my concerns are more so towards like the people who really ride for him and like sort of how they're going to like respond over the coming months to be like, yo, these like these elections are rigged like we need to rise up and like you know make sure that trump stays in office kind of thing and like what lengths Mm -hmm. are these like are these people who could have their quote-unquote power taken away from them potentially like what lengths are they willing to go to ensure that that doesn't happen and i saw there was like is supposed to be like this million MAGA march, which is like a dumbass name anyway. But there's supposed to be this million MAGA march in DC, um, and like I'm just interested. I'm, I'm like, what the hell is gonna happen? Because you know there are definitely some like a lot of mostly racist ass white people who are like, yo, we gotta They're we gotta ready. make sure, yeah, we gotta make sure our boy stays in power. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I also I think share that sentiment of concern of like, what's this going to look like? Like, I know, I know when it comes to like the actual um, way that this is carried out. Like, if Joe Biden's confirmed, which he will be, and if Joe Biden is sworn in, which he will be, like the second he's sworn in, he's the president. And so then the alliances of the military and all these things no longer go to Trump, they go to the president. And if that president is Joe Biden, then they go to him. So Trump will will be out of the White House in time enough for Joe Biden and his wife and whomever to move in if necessary. So that's not my concern. But what I find interesting is like, as I talk to a lot of white people, their concern is what if Trump just doesn't leave? And I'm like, you are focused on the wrong thing. Like totally. he will not be here. If like they will take his ass out via underground tunnel if necessary, if Joe Biden is sworn in as president. What you need to be concerned about is the civilian response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are the white voters who wanted him in power to begin with going to respond, particularly to the most vulnerable most vulnerable communities? which are the communities of color, mm-hmm. black communities, Hispanic communities. Um, like, and so it's, it's just, I have been frustrated by that, like, anxiety that he's not going to leave the White House. I'm like, you're telling me we can take over Afghanistan and Iraq, but we can't remove this redhead from the White House? <laughs> I, <laughs> this McChicken in. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think just so, I think so largely about, like, the the like expertise of the secret service and like like a day and a half two days before joe biden was like projected to win a a big section of the secret service started um 
doing our duty to the president elect. And they like the way people were describing it is Joe and his wife are just at home and waiting for results. And Joe looked out his window and just saw these SUVs roll up and all these agents kind of walk out. And it's like, people don't get the power and the, and like of the, of the seat of the president, not necessarily Donald Trump as a person, but like the seat itself. If you think of it as like a throne, like it is a, it is a protected and integral seat in the United States. And I have no worry about him being leaving. Even if he does not want to leave, he will be removed because they're the secret service doesn't, serve a person they serve the seat of the president yeah and so january 20th irregardless of if trump decides to be there or anything january 20th when he's sworn in he will be the sitting president and he will be the one that they have to protect and if donald trump does not leave he will be removed that i have no worry of that i have confidence correct Mm -hmm. Correct. and that's i think to me that's my concern yeah no no i think like American imperialism, like it requires like the seat of the presidency. It requires somebody who is like going to be in that position is going to like uphold capitalism, going to uphold all these things that make America what it is. If anything's going to interfere with that, then it is going to be dealt with accordingly. And so like (laughs) if Donald Trump is that, is that thing that could potentially like interfere with capitalism interfere with stocks interfere with like these people's money like that's going to be an issue and it's going to get voted voted. you gotta go it's it's one of my it's one of the things i kind of i fell into a youtube hole and like read about and learned about Mm -hmm. the secret service as a service to the president is one of the most intriguing things in terms of a protection agency and what they represent and what they will follow like it is, it is wild what they would do to, to protect whoever the sitting president is. And that includes the uh, president elect. So like, there's no, I'm, th- this was a conversation I got in my dad, dad about it. He was like, oh, oh yeah, he won't leave. And I was like, dad, you don't know that there's, there's, you should have no worry to be removed if, if needed. But I do, Amber, what you said, like, yeah, what is the civilian response mm-hmm. going to be? Like, what is the, uh, what is the, like, how are people going to, uh, how are gonna, people going to engage with this moment? Like, how is that going to affect black and brown people? How is that going to affect queer people? Uh, which is definitely, like, it's a, uh, it's a worry of mine. I think like For sure. that's why it's incredibly important to like mm-hmm. really like take time considering and thinking about and strategizing like, yo, what does community look like right. for yes. you? I, like, what does it look like to show up for mm-hmm. your people, show up for the people in your community, the most marginalized in your community, like outside of like these political systems that we have? And especially in terms of like being sort of like protective barriers for marginalized people in your community. And that's when like, I really start looking at white people and I'm like, yo, like y'all gotta understand your role here. 
mm-hmm. because like this isn't just like a you know this isn't like elections uh elections as planned like <laughs> this is a totally different situation and like there are going to be people at risk because of what is happening because of this election and like you as somebody who has a certain level of privilege that people of color don't like what does it look like for you to show up for those in your community to protect them against harm that could come their way I, yeah, I, I think in general, because I, I do want to speak in generalities, I never want to speak in like absolutes. I think in general, we've seen a lot of ally, people who are allies and ally adjacent, um, really focused heavy on this election, which I don't think is wrong, but the way I've tried to explain it to white people and people who are privileged is like, okay, yes, drinking water is very important. Please don't ever stop drinking water. But drinking water is not what's going to solve health problems that are caused by other choices that you make. That doesn't mean you should stop drinking water. That means that in addition to drinking water, there are other things you need to yeah. do. And and it's once I explain it that way, people are like, ooh. And I'm like, yeah. So I'm not saying don't vote, but I'm saying if your issue is hypertension that's a result of your poor eating habits then drinking water is not going to stop that like you can't just like keep like double fisting bowls of salt every day and just drink more water and like but that'll fix it no 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 no, no. like like please yes drink water water is a bitch drink your water please drink water <laughs> but also all you are you eating vegetables? Are you doing yada yada? Are are you doing other things that are in your capability to do? Hundred percent. And if you're gonna come at me for like food insecurity stuff and stuff like that, like I'm not really interested in that because this is a very this is an analogy, not like a perfect side to side comparison. Mm-hmm. So also as someone who has to deal with this kind of stuff on a PR basis, I'm not your girl. So just, just check yourself. Um, I yeah. are about to write an angry email. <laughs> this close. Oh, <laughs> this close. not you. Not the one. <laughs> but, but so I, I feel like I feel like they're focusing on like, well, we voted and we got him out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like in addition to state-sanctioned violence and state-sanctioned racism and systematic racism, there is also the racism that racism and oppression that vulnerable communities, black, brown, et cetera, deal with on a local face-to-face basis. And that's kind of what's at a higher stake right now. Like we have systems in place that will make sure that the president transition happens. We will not have a quote unquote coup. The coup will happen at the at the civil level and below. So mm. locally, people being horrible to each other. But there will be a new president in the White House if that's the president who won this election. And I don't think that's what white people get. They're like, the coup, the coup. And I'm like, even if Donald Trump says he's not getting out, he's getting out. He's going to get out. It's incontrovertible. It's mm-hmm. he like January 20th, Joe Biden will be our president. Like that, I... I don't know. I, I think people. I think people have this expectation that we're gonna kind of sit on this like coup attempt. We're gonna sit on this like there's been voter fraud, and it's like 
this is one of the few times that I actually believe in the integrity of this country that like, mm-hmm. th- when you question who will be the sitting president, that's, that's a, that's a hill that you will die on uh, 100%. You, you know what I think Donald Trump will try to do? <laughs> like come oh, January please. 20th. I think he's going to do some Kevin McAllister home alone type stuff and hide in the white house. Oh. <laughs> laying traps <laughs> trying oh. to get joe to like fall down a hole or the secret service and slip he's, off. he's metaphorically doing that right now <laughs> with, with the lawsuits <laughs> and things that he's trying to pull that is what he's metaphorically honestly yes. well, he's gonna have, not gonna he's gonna have string over the door with like a bucket <laughs> we're, just, we're honestly we're honestly like after after the inauguration and me leading up to it, we're just gonna have all the evangelicals outside of the White House praying Ooh. in the office. That's His tongues, happen. so uh, many tongues. That's he, he, will call, he will call them to action for him, which is they're already in action. Oh. And it's and it's so wild. It's so wild how they've so mobilized. Wild. It's so insane how there's been like people outside of like voting places, people who are like. Uh, who's that like big tele evangelical who like was laughing? John Floyd, Jensen Franklin, uh, Brian Houston. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. All it is, I, I got you. All it is, is is like a forty second video where he's just laughing. Oh, oh, oh I know who you're talking about. Maniacally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just like an evil laugh, and it's just like uh, how like. It, I, I like metaphorically look to my left and right. Like, am I the only one seeing this right now? Like, is this, is this real? Like, how is this person still relevant in this mm-hmm. community? Like you can have your televised evangelical like lifestyle. That's fine. That was the like biggest blatant, like disregard for humanity that I've ever seen on like, and just be so, you know, proud of it. That, was mind blowing, mind boggling. Crazy. Yo, who's gonna uh, who's gonna perform at the virtual inauguration? Definitely not Beyonce. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> YG, it should be YG. YG Ooh. said he'll perform. Ooh. YG said he'd be. It should be him. You know how wild that would be. <laughs> It just that is like the biggest flex. It's just him and Joe and Mass on stage, just like yeah, and, wow, and, uh, just getting down. In less than like thirty six hours, he's on the top charts, number one. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, it had to FDT, happen. Fucked on Trump. Like what a crazy, what a crazy thing. Sorry, that, that sorry. visual, that visual is just hilarious. It's the new anthem. Oh yeah, yeah. Do we do we think it'll be a person of color? Oh, definitely not. It won't. It won't I, like, <laughs> hold up. Here's what I'll say, though. I feel like John Legend will perform. Like, it'll be somebody like that. That's, a safe, that's, that's, John a, safe, that's a safe bet. That's, that's a safe, safe bet right there, yeah. I think I'll go up there and be like ordinary people. <laughs> that's going to cure racism. It's, it's going to be John Legend. John Legend, John Legend and Common. Just, yes. just doing glory. No. Yes. That will be the fulfillment of uh, Martin Luther King. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, they're going to do like, yeah, they'll do the t-shirt where it's like Martin Luther King, <laughs> Malcolm X, JFK, Joe Biden. <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> Joe Biden in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> With John Legend in common in the back on mic. Oh, behind him. Unreal. Unreal. 
New merch, man. New, uh, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. The funniest thing, and it's not like as like these different like figures die, like not funny, we grieve and kind of thing. But like every time after this happens, I just like I can count down the amount of time that's gonna happen till somebody puts all of the recently like dead celebrities in a mm. art piece together. So like <laughs> the new one that I saw was uh, Alex Trebek, like doing no! Jeopardy, but like it's Kobe, Chadwick Boseman, and uh, no. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, no! <laughs> like behind the podium. <laughs> Oh. Be Amber, please, I can't take please. it. So I recently had the absolute privilege to stumble upon um, a post a post Biden announcement as president elect meme on on the twitters, and it was the scene in Endgame. It was the scene in Endgame. Uh, mm-hmm. I have some oh. thoughts after you, Amber. Mm-hmm. Wait, have you seen it? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I do. It's the scene in Endgame, like right where like Thanos, 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 I don't know how to say it, looks like he's about to really win this thing. And then like the portal mm-hmm. opens and Wakanda comes out mm-hmm. and our king comes out and but they like instead of the actual actors, they put like Joe Biden as Captain America and Barack Obama's Chadwick Boseman. Ruth yeah. Bader Ginsburg is like Yo, Hot they had, Andrew like, Yang is the Asian dude. Like, oh. like yeah, Asian dude. No, 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 no. I'ma send this. I'ma send this link before we're done with here. But if you haven't, if you haven't. Please watch it. It is the best two and a half minutes so cursed, of your dude. life. Because as soon as you're like, oh my god, what? It just gets worse. It's just it, it, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's in there somewhere. Like, there's just so many people. Prince pops up. Like, Yo. Thanos is Trump. <laughs> we're not gonna see. We're not gonna see heaven. We're not. We're just not at this point ever. <laughs> Sanctified the blood of Christ. <laughs> 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 I don't know about y'all. Hey. Said I was. Baby said I was water Christ. baptized. <laughs> I had a. I had a like a like a like I I was like half crying, half laughing when I first saw it. Um, and because I'm just such a huge, I'm a big Marvel person. Like I'm a. Mm-hmm. I I think deeply into the, that that cinematic universe, and I was like. Is someone going to do this? And I, I just was so shocked at how much time was put into it. Mm. Like, it wasn't just like putting superimposing faces. It was like taking bits from like what Joe Biden has said in speeches to like the way that like Barack Obama has said things to Joe. Like, there was like voiceovers and like so much work done into this. Do you- and I was like, <laughs> man, like how? <laughs> Y'all think somebody made that seriously or to torture us? Torture. Without question. <laughs> Without question. This was made. This was made. And you know what? If I'm wrong, I'll take the heat for it. This was made by a white person. 100%. 100%. I think for sure. There's, there's no but way. Actually, no, hold on. This was made as a white person to own. The oh, no, no. I do think a white person made it, but 
I can't let black people off the line here because oh, the the there was a Biden brunch. <laughs> there was like a Atlanta Biden brunch, like after the day that he was elected, and like there was a like a f- promo flyer for it. I'll have to send it. No, but <laughs> like no, a club, please. like a club flyer. <laughs> Oh my god. You know what I saw? I saw a picture of Martha the King in heaven with Trump <laughs> and they were playing chess and Martin Luther King was wearing off white and <laughs> just and there and the and the caption Donald Trump was saying is like why are the pieces the same color? And then, Doc, then Michael, Martin Luther King was like, because we're all the same color here while they're playing chess with each other. <laughs> And I know a black person made that one. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly, the more I have to deal with 2020, the more I long for Wakanda. Please. Just, oh. To be taken away. Oh. Just take me away. For, for Black Panther to just come down in one of those ships and just. I just want a ship to come take <laughs> Let me, me tell away you. and draw me in a black euphoria. Let, euphoria. let me like, tell you. Burundi is pretty much Wakanda. It's it's Ooh. it's every time I, I I when I watched that film for the first time, I was like, "That's that's Burundi. That's that's one hundred percent." When we go, uh, y'all y'all let me know. We we got places to go, people to see. My grandma's still kicking. She's trying to hang. Hey, yeah. I'm ready. I'm not kidding. We're gonna text offline about this. I gotta get out. <laughs> the the infrastructure that is Phoenix. Arizona does not have accessible Popeyes. Uh, you've, I have, you've never had it? I say like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm saying like very far out, very hidden, broken signs, don't know that it's a Popeyes. Oh, that's the hidden. best one. That's the best one. But your Apple Maps will say it's Popeyes, Well, right? yes. It'll it'll take you to Popeyes, but sometimes it takes you to the completely wrong like intersection. So like it's just all broken. Damn. Brother, this these all sound like excuses to yeah, me. Yeah, that sounds like, like oppression. Right. Yeah, you're that's right. you're right. You're, you're right. You're that's right. what you're that's right. what Popeyes is. It's okay. in between an intersection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it is <laughs> These devils trying to keep you from that chicken, man. They are, dude, and I just want to experience it so I can be in the know. <laughs> so you've never, you've never had Popeyes? Not once in my life. Wow. <gasps> Chick Fil A is it? Like, what's the other chicken sandwich what? that everyone's raving about? What's the other one? Like what's, Shake Shack, maybe? Oh, Shake Shack, I've had. It's fine. Uh, uh Raisin Canes. You got that, that? Yeah, I've had Raisin. Yeah, yeah. I've never had raisin canes. I want to. Yeah, canes is fire. They're not in Florida. Yeah, Mm. the fries are trash, but right right there, everything else. You got the original. No. Oh. I just, Derek, you gotta, you you gotta, you gotta put the wife (laughs) in the car and just commit to an hour drive to find a pop. Call it a mission trip. Yeah. Mm. And then she'll, she'll, you can video the experience and then send it back. Oh. I, I actually, I, I promise you I'll do that. I'm going to do that sometime in the next week. That should be the next anniversary. Yeah. Next anniversary. Yeah. Hey, hey, girl, got a nice meal for you. (laughs) Listen, like, I got this whole plan, like a staycation, and we're going to get food delivered from Popeyes. We're actually going to stay there. She will cry. She will cry. (laughs) 
yeah, we've uh, made this boutique out of the back room. <laughs> Smells great. Asian seasoning. Honestly, not trying to generalize girls' desires, but personally, <laughs> like when <laughs> when my boyfriend like like takes care of me and he's just like, "I got you for dinner, baby." I'm like. <laughs> I will have all your children. It's real. It's real love, right? <laughs> yeah. It's so I'm love. just saying, Mary J. Yeah, Blige. Yeah, that's real love. My land, you a family. Yeah. Right. She. For if I wanted a family right now, like if I was just like, let's get to let's get to business, it would be Chick Fil A, hundred percent. Every time, Erin will. She'll she'll say yes every night if. Made she ain't had Popeyes yet. Every night, way to brag. She. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's around the corner, Amber. It's around the corner. They're so much more accessible, and it just I hate saying that, but they're just so easy. They're but, everywhere here. But she need Popeyes. She does. <laughs> y'all, y'all, she right. need Popeyes. Y'all right. Once she go Popeyes, she won't go back. She won't go back. <laughs> okay, I'll let you know. Y'all seen that Popeyes commercial where the guys <laughs> like, I got Popeyes. I love that one. <laughs> No, I haven't, but can you sing that again for us? Yes, please. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, I'm about to add auto-tune to that. I'm about Ooh. to make that sound good. Yo, we about to make a track? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, y'all, this has been uh, as unhinged as I thought it would be. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Do y'all have anything that you would like to shout out <laughs> as we conclude our time today? If you would like more of my chaotic musings, you can find me at Melanin Monroe on Twitter. Ooh, yes. Yes. A good follow. A, A solid good follow. follow up right there. Gary? <laughs> I just like I I'm, I'm an affirmer and I just suck at affirming myself. That's what it is. I just I, I I'm just my man was like, 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 was like y'all great y'all gonna kill it you're gonna do great things. I'm just like I'm just gonna yeah. He was like I, damn that's a that's a fire hand. Funny thing like he turned away from the camera like he was like I right. he was done. Yeah, yeah I just was I, like, I don't. I like put you guys up. I like put everyone like up here, and I'm like, Aww. well, you know what? I'm on, cool. Man. I guess I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, like I am Garrick on Instagram and Twitter. Like yes, I, all yes. my photos are black and white right now for obvious reasons. <laughs> come, come through, hey. come through. Hey, yes. Doctor Umar, <laughs> Doctor Umar. Yo, my we got to get him on the podcast, please, <laughs> please. I would, I would, I would die if we get Doctor Umar on here. This man oh. is a, oh my gosh. Yo, if y'all if y'all are listening to this and you have some type of I need connection, you to, I need you to tweet out at Dr. Umar to go on the Alex and Koku podcast. Yes. Please. Oh man. We need this man. I don't <laughs> will instantly get canceled. Our our Spotify <laughs> will take us off the take us off the air. We're yeah. done for. Cease and desist. Cease and desist. Instant. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta make room for our, our hotep brothers and sisters. Uh, true, true. That's a, that's a that's an audience we have to reach out do to. Really, do we really? Do we? Do we? Do we though? It's our new ministry. Do we really though? It's our it's no, our new it ministry. You know. No, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to make hotep, ministry. Hotep holy rollers. We we need you them. Like. Mm. All right, I would. 
I would like to end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, god! Be done with this. <laughs> oh man! Well, y'all can find me at Lewis Alex Ten on tens everything, and uh, you know, th- throw those tens up. Uh, yes, keep sir. supporting the podcast. Give us, give us those reviews, those five stars, whatever. Honestly, whatever y'all want to do. Even better if you give us money. So yeah, just uh, that must take cash. You know, we will call it mutual aid. Thank you. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, we, that's it for me. We did y'all a favor. <laughs> we did. Yo, we're giving y'all this content. Yeah, yes. we, you're welcome for the past however long this podcast is gonna end up being. You're welcome. <laughs> this is a four hour podcast. <laughs> yo, yo, this is this a, episode. Weird. This episode providing five a hours. service. Koku, I want the whole thing. I know you're gonna edit things, but oh, I want no. the whole thing. I'm telling you, I want the whole thing. Yo, unedited, like unhinged. I would just like to clarify what my handle is since we, since everybody out here got phonetically like logical handles. It's melanin spelled normally and then Monroe, M U H N R O E, because some other people got here before I did. Damn. You know, okay. I think if you spell I am Garrick, I feel like you're going to find me, even though no one's going to spell my name right. Just, just start with I am G and then I should pop up. Hopefully, mm-hmm. maybe. We'll see. I love that. I appreciate that. Then you can find me at Kenny Samoa. And that's K-E-N-I. And Samoa like the cookie. Right on Instagram. Cookie. Right on Instagram. Cookie. I have a question. Kenny? Yes. Your name is Did I miss something? No. So my name is Koku. K-O-K-U. My middle name is Any E-N-I. So when I was like coming up with like some stuff, I was like, oh, Kenny dropped the Oku K-N-E. Then my last name's Asamoah, but in between Asamoah is Samoa. And Samoa is my mom's favorite cookie. So, boom. Oh, I actually did not know your middle name was Any. Yeah, E and I. That's beautiful. Any? Y'all, I just changed my Twitter handle. Whoa. Right here on the phone? (laughs) Right here on the (laughs) phone. To what? So what? Yes. She changes to Kenny Samoa. Don't do this. I don't want to. You don't have to do this. It's, it's done. I hit save. It's over. Um, I am now Amber the Alert. Yes. Um, I love I it. I love it. I love it. Yes. Amber the T H E E Alert. Ah. In honor of in honor of Megan. Look. <laughs> The things, the things I would do for Megan Thee Stallion. (laughs) I love this. I would walk to Popeyes barefoot for 20 miles just to get her a Popeyes chicken sandwich. Oh, baby, there's Uber. (laughs) 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 I do it for her. If she asks, I do it. The amount of the amount of crossword puzzles (laughs) that I would do in the New York Times. Just to show her how much I adore her. Without looking at the hints. Without looking at the hints. She don't, yo. She deserves the best. (laughs) All right, well, Megan, you got got my Twitter handle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, thank y'all for listening. Episode 20. See y'all when we see y'all. Keep rocking. Peace.